Hi everybody, welcome to uh, Pink Frog Trans in Spain podcast uh, number three. Um, thanks for listening, my name's Carla, I'm here as usual with my friend. Hi, I'm Rachel. <laughs> Hi, um, we we uh, like to thank you for listening and keeping up with us, this is our third one and hopefully more and more people enjoy this. Um, we're recording it from the middle of well, the east coast of Spain. Um, we've not mentioned that before, so uh, we're just halfway down the coast. And um, it's mid-October and it's starting to get a little bit cooler. It was about 23, 24 degrees yeah. at the moment during the day, maybe it's 18, freezing, 19, 20 of a night. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very cold. So it's, um, we'll be putting cardies and tights on later and um, going out for a drink, as we sometimes do. Um, right, uh, I've, I've uh, provisionally called the podcast uh, Gender, or How Many Genders Are There? And it's been led by um, a fair bit of news this week. Um, a lot of news has come out, and I'm going to go through the newsy bits first, and then we're going to answer a few questions. Where we've had a fair few listeners, and some of the questions have come through, so we're going to try and answer them as best we can. And uh, hopefully, um, if, you've, if, uh, if you've got any other questions, please send us them. I'd like to give you my uh, email address, which is sweetlips12, don't forget the sweetlips is with a double P, at gmail.com. And you can uh, send us any questions or anything you'd like us to talk about or cover in, in future podcasts. Uh, we're still quite new to it, and we still need the old glass of wine to get us through it, um, which is a hell of a bind, isn't it, really? Um, so uh, so bear with us. Um, one of the questions we got last week uh, was, why do you call yourself tea girls and not women? Um, do you want to go first, or shall I do? <coughs> oh... Um, okay, well, I've, I've jumped in there. Okay, I? Well, I can go first. I mean, it's an interesting one, and when I've when I've spoken to people before, they've said, "Oh, you're a tea woman, not a tea girl." But for me, I think the reason I prefer tea girl is the connotations that come with it are fun, a little bit silly, uninhibited. You feel young. Um, it's kind of endearing as well, and I don't know, for me that's kind of it, whereas tea woman, for me, eliminates those. I feel a bit more grown up and a bit more sensible, and I don't want to be grown up and sensible too much. I like to have a bit of fun and a good time, so, you know, you don't hear people say I'm a party woman at heart, but you hear people say I'm a party girl at heart, so that's probably the best way I can answer it, if that makes sense. My my first thoughts were, I don't know, because I'm certainly not a girl anymore. I'm a little bit older than that. Um, however, having only been out as my true self since June 2020, which is about 15, 16 months, I'm still quite young at heart in all this. And although I do tend to dress my age, which we'll come to in a minute, you're laughing. <laughs> okay, Rachel's laughing. Um, Rachel does not dress her age, but we'll come to that in a minute. Uh, I do tend to dress my age. I still feel I'm quite young. Um, um, I know a lot of, of 
uh, people call women girls, and it's often seen as well. I'm not a girl. I'm a woman. I'm, 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 I'm you know, a woman in my own right. And I've always thought that was the right thing to do. But I've I quite like the, <laughs> I like quite like the T girl or the trans girl simply because it reflects my personality. I'm, I'm quite enjoying my life at the moment, and and why not? Um, I. I love the the newness of it all. Uh, will I ever get fed up? I don't think I'll ever get fed up of the newness of it all. I um, I'm experimenting with clothes and makeup and stuff like that, and and really enjoying it. So I I I, I saw the term trans girl or T girls, and I, I automatically um, resonated with me. I quite, I quite enjoy it. I think it's 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 just me. Um, it's going to sound silly this but when um, you put some music on from the 70s and 80s disco music I suddenly feel like a girl again Can I just add to that <clears throat> I think you've, you've hit on something there when I, when I dress as Rachel it makes me feel joyous if joyous is a word <clears throat> and the only time I can remember being joyous to the same extent is when I was young when I would have been a girl. That's me as well. I've never felt it as an adult. I've only ever felt... So I feel a child... A childlike... Not in a negative way, but a childlike joyfulness in the freedom of expression that I have when I am Rachel. And that's not to dismiss um, my adult life as not being joyous. Because I said the same thing. It's the freeness of it because... As an adult, you suddenly realise what your boundaries are, mm. and you're told you can't do this, you can't do that. You've got to, you've got to think of things before you say them. But as a tea girl, you and can um, do what you want. and and once I'm out into my tea girl mode, I feel those restrictions are have gone to a certain extent, and it's almost like I'm I'm living I'm living my childhood over again. Yes. I I really can't explain it any better than that it's it's a it's a it's a freedom feeling and i love i love my life anyway because of the people in it and um particularly the people closest to me and they know exactly who they are um i love my life anyway with them and they've enabled me to be this as well so the the thought that they've paid a massive part in this is also pushes me to feel the way i do and T-Girl just sort of fits. And it does sound a bit daft, really, when you think about it. If, you, if you're not one, you, do, you wouldn't understand, maybe. I can't just add in there that somebody passed a comment to me saying it was a bit demeaning, calling yourself a T-Girl. And that was their interpretation, and I totally understood that. <clears throat> but it's like we were talking earlier on, I'd like to set a bar up called the T-Girl Lounge as a bar. Mm -hmm. Now... The tea woman lounge doesn't have the same ring to it. And no. Would you go into Would you go into the tea woman lounge, or would you go into the tea girl lounge? The tea lady lounge. Well, <laughs> I know, and we are we are putting labels on things here. <laughs> we are being stereotypical, but at the end of the day, doing what we do is all about freedom. So you have to be free, I think, to express that however you feel you should. And there is no boundaries and restrictions, only those that we present ourselves. So why can't we be girls? 
Society says you're a man or a woman. Society says you're a boy or a girl, man or adult, or man or woman. And, 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 I feel and I've decided I'm still a girl. Just because society says I should be a woman at my age, I don't have to agree with it. No. And I feel like shouting it from the rooftop sometimes. It, it's, it's nice to be... Um, to break boundaries and break rules sometimes, and it's not about that. But if that's a consequence, then so be it. I don't really, I don't really care. Other than those those closest to me and who have been absolutely amazing. Um, so I hope that explains that one. We we did get another one as well. Someone, uh, what is your personal style and what clothes do you like to wear? Um, <laughs> Rachel, oh my god, come on, tell us. Well. <laughs> Just to, to set this answer off, I can, only, I can only reiterate really what your wife, your darling wife said to me today as I was picking you up. And because I got there a bit early and you weren't ready, so she invited me in. And she said, well, that's a lovely belt that you've got on, Rachel. And I went, thank you very much, fumbling with my belt. And she said, no, I meant your skirt. <laughs> oh, um, and actually my skirt isn't like a belt, it is a bit longer. I think she was just being a bit sarky. Yeah, I do tend to go for short skirts, tight short skirts, um, long brunette hair, because there's two reasons for that. One is I'm quite leggy. I'm very fortunate and lucky that I've got good legs. And my wife has an issue with that because I've got better legs than she's got, in her opinion. And a few people have, mostly cis women actually, have complimented me on my legs. And I've always heard the old adage, if you've got it flaunted, play to your strengths and so on and so forth. So for me, it is about the legs a lot. So I like to show my legs off, whether it be on tight jeans or tight um, trousers. I've got some really tight leather trousers, which take me quite a long time to get on and even longer to get off. And when it gets a bit cooler again, I will probably put them on. But I do tend to go for short, tight skirts or, or very short dresses. In fact... The last time I wore my short dress, you said, I'd, was it a children's dress? <laughs> and maybe that's where the tea girl, if you remember, Carly, you did. So where did you buy that? Was it, was it for a five-year-old? So maybe the tea girl bit goes a bit far there. But that's just me, and I, and I make no apologies for being me. Um, also, and this is going to sound all wrong, but it's the truth, and I'm going to say it. I dress as the girlfriend I would want to have in my man mode. Now, that's bizarre because I've married a very beautiful, lovely woman and she's nothing like me, but I am the girlfriend that I wanted to have when I was younger and I never found her. And the reason I never found her is that I wanted to be her, but I didn't know that. So part of it for me is living that, reliving that, experiencing that. Um, so I don't care what people say about how long my short, short my skirt is or how high my shoes are. I dress for me. And I'm not flaunting it in people's faces. I don't walk down the street in the pink tutu. Apart from the fact I don't have a pink tutu, so I can't. But even yes. if I did, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I've got a black one, but that's beside the point. Uh, and I agree, there is a time and a place. And I don't think my dress sense is obscene. But yeah, um, I do attract attention. And I, I can't say I don't. I, I, I do like that, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's more about expressing how I feel and being the girl I want to be. And I do use the word girl there because it fits for so many reasons. Uh, and I think that's it for me, really. It's kind of, you know, I don't want to conform to a standard, but Rachel does have a style. Smart, sassy, short and sexy. 
You're going to make me sound like a, an old woman now. <laughs> a middle-aged woman now. Uh, yeah, um, I, I just pick up on that. Um, how you'd like maybe the, the girls and the women in your life to dress. Um, I've always enjoyed shopping. It's one of those hidden things um, that when you look back, it gives you away. When I first um, came out, as it were, it may be something that people may think, yes, I remember that now. But any female partner I've ever had over my lifetime, I've always enjoyed shopping for women's clothes, knowing that I very rarely have ever would be able to wear them. Um, until well, certainly not while I was with them um, you just didn't in the 80s maybe 70s and 80s maybe a little bit more in the 90s and 2000s but only recently have I been able to, to express my true self and I've always enjoyed shopping and maybe looking back I'll confess to pointing out clothes to these people these women these girlfriends, these wives, wives, I've only had two, um, these, these people that I, what about this, do you like this, you look good in this, and that's the type of clothes I, I, I like, I haven't got a pair of women's trousers, um, because uh, at this stage in my life, I don't need them, um, I hope that makes sense, because the whole point of being out is so I can wear what I consider to be non-male clothes and trousers to me are masculine clothes and maybe one day um, I might I might do that um, when I learn to tuck maybe. I was going to say you yeah, <laughs> have to mask the tuck, I'm struggling with tucking. So just, just, uh, for, that, for those of you who don't know what tuck is, just tuckle, tuck, just Google tuckle, <laughs> just Google tuck for trans... Gender women on on the internet. Can I just jump in see on exactly that? exactly what they mean. I struggled with tucking, and my God, it's difficult. I've just started doing it, and it's actually, when you let yourself go, and don't freak too much, it's actually not as bad as it seems, and it is quite comfortable, and I've researched it, and it doesn't appear to be bad for your health, and I've even asked my GP, um, and, and then and he said there's no known long-term effects of tucking. Um... It is difficult, it is uncomfortable, but like anything, like putting on lipstick for the first time, I look like a clown the first time I put lipstick on. Nail varnish went everywhere. We've all been there. Tucking's exactly the same. You've got to keep trying, and then one day they'll just pop in, and you'll go, oh my God, I've tucked. And then it'll happen again and again and again, and it is horrible, and it is all squirming, it is all whatever, but it works. And you can wear very tight clothes, dresses and trousers if you tuck. I'm not the best tucker, but I'm learning. I don't use tape, but I use a very tight-fitting gaff once I've tucked and pulled it up, and we can talk about that another time. Mm. And as, as you say, Carl, there's plenty of stuff on websites and YouTube that you can watch that can help you with that. That's where I got mine from. Mm. But just try it, and if at first you don't succeed, keep trying, because you'll get there. Yeah. And then you can wear really tight leather trousers. Well, I, I don't feel the need to tuck at the moment, because I'm just dresses and skirts, and quite con say quite conservative quite quite I, I said before my, my I dress to my age I like summery dresses I like I like feminine dresses um, my favorite color has always been blue 
so there's different shades of blue but my coming up on the rails is, is pink I love pink I absolutely love the color pink uh, any excuse to wear pink and I um, and I take it now um, so I will um, pick and, and, and it'll be I usually describe myself the girl next door um, uh, blouses and skirts and nice summery dresses um, I do like leather um, like a lot of people do and I've got a, a short leather skirt that I'll be wearing later on when we go out and um, and I do uh, uh, and I like blouses and skirts and leather jackets as well which I've also got um, shoes are a problem um, when I first came out I did my I'd never worn shoes uh, for female shoes it's one of the things I could never wear because the people uh, that the shoes I had access to were way too small so you do um, it's trial and error because your first your first option is, is, is Amazon oh, thank God for Amazon oh, what a wonderful you know Life I mean there's a lot of criticism for Amazon and, and mail order and stuff but it's a tea girl's best friend Amazon and you get the stuff delivered and you can try it on the problem is if you live in Spain and you and you order from the UK, it costs that much in postage and packing to, to send it back now. Um, for example, I ordered a couple of cardigans for my wife for Christmas and they were just too small. And it cost nearly as much to send them back as it did to buy them. Um, so most of your stuff you try and get from um, Amazon ES, Amazon Spain. Um, but sometimes you can get a bargain from Britain. Um, sometimes the stuff's cheaper. And the post once you have the postage and packing it, it's worth its while. But the problem is, it's sending it back to the problem. Can I also add in eBay? <clears throat> it's got a lot of stuff. You'd be surprised, and it's not all second hand. There's a lot of new stuff on eBay. Oh. And you type in cross dressing or cross dressing clothes, shoes, whatever. You'd be surprised what comes back on eBay. I mean, I've got more shoes now than female shoes now than I've got male shoes. Oh my so, God, so have I. Um, a lot, and. Um, and and a little shout out for Dickmans. Dickmans, they have XXL size Dickmans. They're fabulous. And who's the other one? The other um, one, the mail order one I joined is Just Fab. Got oh just, yeah, you've Just got Fab you. UK, Just yeah. Fab Espana. Obviously, I'm on Espana, but Just Fab will do sizes up to forty six, extra wide fitting in most styles, and they start for around about six euros or five pounds for. An outlet version of stuff they've got and if you buy out of season you tend to get like right now i'm buying winter shoes now ready for next year yeah. and okay you could argue that the fashions are out of date but shoes don't really change with fashion that much yeah uh, but i've just bought a pair of little peep toe boats and tan which were 69 euros in the summer and i've just bought them for five euros 90. the same pair that i had on my wish list and that's just fab so that's worth joining and, and buying. Primark, Primark too. Big Primark I never thought well. I'd ever yeah, shop in Primark, but they do big well, sizes. Well, we've been in there and we've played in girl garb and man garb. Yeah, we've done it both, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that's answered the questions. Well, do you know we're ne nearly 20 minutes in and we haven't got to the, the bit I was going to talk about, which is the newsy bit. Um, so I'm going to give a shout-out to um, Youngblood, um, and if you've ever heard of Youngblood, a young male singer, artist, guitarist, whatever, um, he's 24 years old, he's released two albums and he's bloody brilliant. 
uh, I think he's brilliant anyway. Um, cuts across all, all types of music. Um, give him a go. Um, he was on stage last week, and um, you can get this if you if you search Young Blood on the Pink News site. Um, that's Y U N G B L U D. Um, he describes himself as uh, pansexual, and he brought a trans person onto stage to sing Life on Mars with him. Um, Life on Mars, he, he, he covered earlier in the year for charity. And um, this trans fan, um, only nine days post-op, joined and joined in with him singing um, Life on Mars and threw off, threw off the top and showed the bandages as being only nine days post-op, uh, obviously following a mastectomy. Youngblood then held up the pink and blue trans flag to the audience and sh- shouted about inclusion, happiness and love and everything that goes with people being free to be who they are. And it was a fabulous um, uh, sentiment. Um, so that's Youngblood. He's, he's um, released a couple of albums. It's well worth looking at. Tran- was it 21st Century Liability and uh, released in July. 2018 and his latest album is called Weird which got to number one in the UK in December 2020 Um, and he defines pansexual as not limited in sexual choice with regard to biological sex, gender or gender identity and that video shows him wearing a skirt Um, uh, the trans um, person, oh we've got yeah that's it, the trans, trans person's an actor um, who, who actually came up on stage? Uh, did I mention Kenya Sterling was was the name, and um, and she's now uh, had their operation and made her fully what she wants to be. Um, there's also um, Aaron Smethurst is um, a, an actor in the UK, and she's the first trans returning character in Casualty. Um, non, she, uh, oh, sorry, they describe themselves as non-binary both in real life and on the show um, it's very unusual for a, a, a sort of a, a recurring drama in, in the UK to have a returning trans actor I can, in fact I can't think of any <laughs> off the top of my head other than maybe Hayley off um, Coronation Street but she wasn't trans she played a trans person but was not trans Um so Arin um, Smedist uh, describes herself as them and they, and um, she plays the or they played the part of Sar Brockner um, on Casualty. Um, the other the other story which is sort of dominated, and, and we're not going to have an awful lot of time before we run out. We <laughs> run out is um, the Equalities Miss Minister Liz Truss um, has. Uh, a part-time job which is equality minister and she's um, the foreign secretary as well and she said people should not have the right to identify as a different gender without medical checks and she believes the equality minister should not be a standalone which amazed me really because I think if you're the foreign secretary what time have you got to uh, to devote yourself to Quality minister, and you had an interesting take on it, didn't you? <clears throat> well, that to me just confirms the whole thing's broken in the first place. Because if if the British government is pro 
equality, then every minister should be an equality minister. Why do you need a standalone one? And in my last life, I had a business and health and safety didn't just fall on our health and safety manager. It was everybody's responsibility, health and safety. So if you truly believe in your cause, be the cause. So the British government should make every minister a minister for equality, not just the bloody foreign secretary part time. So it's a mockery as far as I'm concerned. She also made a quite a, an interesting statement, uh, which I'm looking looking for now. It'll, it'll come to me in a second. Um, she was challenged over the government's treatment of transgender people after the Council of Europe report linked it to a rise in hate crime. Since uh, a rise since 2015 in transphobic attacks in the UK, and they've put it down to a, the refusal to allow self-identification which is a contradiction with international human rights standards. Now, we're not here to preach to people, we're just here to give information. But, um, but I, I don't think that the message coming out from Liz Truss and her, her fellow colleagues is very positive towards trans, transgender people. Um, it denies, they've gone on to say, it denies trans identities and is being used to roll back the rights of trans and non-binary people and is contributing to growing human rights problems uh, of which the U, the body is a UK member. And it made me think, we, we should have the right to self-identify and, and, and you'll, go on, you'll go on Facebook or you'll go on Twitter and people say, well, I want to identify as a wardrobe. Well, no, you don't. You might be wooden, you might be made of wood from the neck up, but you do not want to identify as... <laughs> Stop laughing. You've seen it. Oh, You've seen it. I want to identify as a wardrobe. Well, I want to be well, a tree. My first thought was, well, that makes sense. <laughs> You're still oh. in the closet for a start, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> so, and, and it's still denying of denial... And the right to self-identify without a medical check. I mean, it, it reminds me of the, the disability um, medical and, and social models in which disability in the medical model is seen as a, an affliction, a problem. And the social model is the world is a problem and they need to accept um, people. Um, this medical check is, is crazy. And uh, isn't equality as minister important enough for its own role? Um, she thinks she thinks she struck the right balance. Um, I'll take a rain check over that. Um, and she wants to, under the Equality Act, suggest that single-sex spaces can be protected by organisations. Um, and that focuses on sex rather than gender, and sex has been there from the year dot. But gender has, has also been there from the year dot. But only recently people have decided to... To take it into account well, because there are so many genders. Other, genders who you mind and bodily choose to be. Yeah. So what we're, what we're what we're doing is is we've gone through the news of the week, and on our next podcast we'll we'll look into that because there's another big news story in relation to British Airways and gender, and our next podcast will probably be de dedicated to the the term gender and how many genders there are, um, and that'll be the fourth podcast. Um, and, and it throws up so many issues that we probably haven't got time to, to cover it here. Um, I will say that 
this um, single sex spaces um, is, is quite an interesting issue, um, particularly in, in relation to um, toilets and places like that. So we will, we will be covering that on the next podcast. Um, well, give us time to close now, and thank you very, very much for listening. I hope you've stuck with us. We got a bit serious at times with the with the news. Um, just to tell you to um, messages, please messages on sweetlips12 at gmail.com um, with any questions, anything you'd like us to cover. Um, we're quite happy to cover anything that you, that you mention. And I'd like really like to thank you for listening and keeping supporting us. Um, the more listeners we get, the more we're out there and the more people will accept people who are maybe, maybe like ourselves, who are not quite out there yet. So from, from Carla. Goodbye from you. <laughs> and Rachel, we will say goodbye. Hasta luego. Hasta luego, baby. Bye-bye.